Hello, my friends. Hello. On today's show, Donald Trump is still bunkered up in the White House and refusing to concede to Joe Biden and evangelicals be crazy. My name is Brian Rundle. This is Run's House. Come on, everybody. Let's get it started. So apparently there were thousands of men who converged in Washington, D.C. over the weekend for a small penis contest. What's that? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm being told that was the Million MAGA March filled with proud boys and other low-life morons who decided they were going to gather in Washington, D.C. for one last pathetic scream fest on how Donald Trump still won and just to show what gigantic losers they are. I've said this before. I can't imagine where I'd have to be in my lifetime to be such a loser in my life that I would have to take to the streets with anger and vitriol and screaming for a man who A, doesn't care about you and B, lies constantly. I mean, I love Barack Obama. Did you watch him on 60 Minutes the other night? Guy's just as smooth and as cool. And even when they asked him some questions about some things that he may have or should have done differently, he admitted it. He said, look, I probably should have done this differently. That's what a real man does. That's what a real human being does. Women will already do it because they're smarter than men. But Barack Obama is just cool. He's like, yeah, you know what? I probably should have done this better. I could have done this differently. Donald Trump, no chance. And as I was saying, I love Barack Obama. I think the guy was phenomenal. I think if we can, my brother said this to me and I agree with him. He said, if we can assign a president to a lifetime as our president, Barack Obama would probably be the guy that would overwhelmingly win that particular position. And I I agree with him, but I can't imagine being at a point of idolizing that man so much that I would have rage, hate, and anger and take to the streets with threats of violence and in some cases violence. I you know, I don't know. We're just getting out of control in this country. And yeah, it certainly has happened from the other side, but we gotta start cleaning this up. But it's gonna be a long two months because we have a guy right now sitting in a house that only belongs to him for two more months, but refuses to accept that he lose that he lost. Now I think he knows he lost and there's reports that have come out that said he knows he lost, but he's going to keep this up. And one of the reasons why he's keeping this up is because there is still some campaign funding issues that is haunting the Trump campaign. And just like Donald Trump did his entire career as a businessman, he is in the hole and pretty much bankrupt his campaign. So what's happening is they are ginning up their easily influenced base and trying to get them to donate money 
for the attorneys to pay for the court cases that they think are going to help overturn this election. Actually, they know they're not going to overturn this election, but this is a campaign to raise more money. But if you read the fine print, you're going to find out that this money isn't necessarily going to those attorneys. It's going to pay off the incredible debt they have that they have accumulated during their campaign. In fact, you have to make a donation of at least $8,000 for any of that money to go towards the attorney's fees. Anything below $8,000 goes to pay off debts that happened during his campaign, which again, this guy is the biggest grifter, the biggest scam artist on the planet. He has proven it time and time and time again. Why do people believe this idiot? Why do they want to believe him? It is a human experiment that needs to be studied for years and years and years as to why this has happened. This is just yet another sham by the sham artist himself. He is the king of scamming people. But the scam is coming to an end. But unfortunately, it's not coming soon enough because Donald Trump is now doing stuff that's not just a danger to democracy. This is also a danger to national security. He is literally making sure intelligence briefings that Joe Biden needs right now. He's making sure he doesn't get them. He's making sure that if Joe Biden's going to take over, he's going to make it as miserable as he possibly can. Now, to Joe Biden's credit, as of right now, he's playing cool and just going you know what? The guy's an embarrassment, but I'm going to move forward. I'm putting together my cabinet. I'm putting together a, C, uh, a coronavirus task force. I'm doing all the right things that I need to do to make myself successful in this job. However, it is well known uh, in even a lot of um, national security experts have said that every day Joe Biden does not see these these security briefings it is a danger to the United States. In fact, they point out back in 2000 when Al Gore was holding out a little bit to have Florida do a recount. You guys remember the whole story that it took a little while longer for George Bush to get the security briefings. And in that time period, they think that had he gotten some of those briefings a little bit earlier that he would have been a little bit more prepared for 9-11. Now, there's plenty of evidence to suggest that he should have still been prepared. However, that being said, I mean, this is coming from a lot of national security experts, so I have to take them at their word. But what Donald Trump is doing now, again, this is, we've talked about this over and over and over again, is that every little thing that he does, you don't think it could get worse. But now this is the ultimate betrayal against the United States of America, its military, its security, and its people. This is outrageous what he's doing. I mean, we knew it was coming. We knew that he would behave this way. But now that it's actually happening, I, there's just no words. There's no words for this. And this is just outrageous behavior. And this is, again, this is the kind of stuff that when he does do this, 
that when he does finally move out of that house, because he's moving out of that house, trust me, he is, but when he moves out, that they are going to salivate even more the people that have stuff on him to put his ass in jail. I just, there's, he's pinning himself more and more in a corner. I guess maybe he thinks he's pinned in a corner now and that this is a strong possibility. So now he's scratching, clawing, doing whatever he can. And if he's going down, he's bringing us all down with him, as I said, you know, on the last show. And it appears as if this is not going to change for the next two months. And right now, what can you what can you really do? There's really nothing to do. And hopefully some Republicans step up and say, okay, enough's enough. We got to get to business because this is now against our own national security. Although now you have, I have to tell you what, this Lindsey Graham, he is strongly making a case to be just as disliked, if you will, as Donald Trump. In fact, many people in Washington are saying, I do not know what happened with this guy. I really don't. He is outrageous right now. He is acting ridiculous. The latest story is that he called up the Georgia Secretary of State amongst a couple of other states and was kind of fishing around about the votes in Georgia. And the Secretary of State basically came out and said, Lindsey Graham called me and said, you know what, let's try to find a way to get some of these legal votes tossed out. That's basically what he said. He said, Lindsey Graham, I spoke to him, and he's basically telling me, let's get rid of some of these votes that were legally cast. How are these people getting away with this? And what does somebody have on Lindsey Graham? Because he is acting extremely bizarre, and something's going on with him. If you see some internet rumors about Lindsey Graham, I don't know if they're true, but let's just say he has, there may or may not be an alter ego under the name of Lady G. So you might be able to put two and two together there on that one. I don't really like spreading rumors. That's not my thing, but it's out there. And as I've said on this show before, it's kind of funny. So if something's funny, we'll bring it up. We won't necessarily say it's true, but we'll let it go out there. So in other Donald Trump news, and I promise you, I really, I I, kind of am done talking about this guy, but you kind of have, I mean, there's two months left of him and he's going to make so much news in the next two months. It's something that we have to talk about. I guess we don't have to, but I will talk about, but The Homeland Security Cyber Chief, Chris Krebs, who recently said that our election was the most secure in American history, not over the last five years or the last five elections or whatever, in the history of this country, it was the most secure election ever in the history of this country. Well, Donald Trump didn't take to that very well, so he just fired the guy, fired him. If you are part of this administration and you do not say anything that caters to the ego of a petulant child, you are getting fired. That's what's going to happen to you. Donald Trump loves to surround himself with yes men. And again, I really don't like calling them men because anybody that caters 
to every whim of another man is not a man to me. They're just not. You could be respectful of another man. That's fine. But my God, when you just ass smooch everything that somebody says, whether it's right, wrong, or batshit crazy, it is just embarrassing. It's embarrassing to listen to. And, you know, he's got women on that side that do the same thing. So I don't know what this guy has on these people, but it's going away. It's going to be a long two months, but it's going away. Now, there is one group of people that I'm really tired of, and it's these evangelicals. Again, I am not against religion. I'm not a religious man. I really don't believe in all that stuff, but I also will defend anybody that does have religion in their homes and in their hearts, and they truly believe, and they use it for good, and they use it to make themselves better people and make this world a better place. I am all for that. I would never um, denigrate or disrespect anybody's religion. However, there are some people in the religious community, these evangelicals, who to me seem to be some of the nastiest, meanest, most evil people in the country. I mean, they are really nasty people. And I've got a few examples here of some of these evangelicals who have worshiped this man, Donald Trump, more than any other Republican president I've ever seen. First up is super nut, Donald Trump's apparent personal pastor, Paula White. This is Paula White after the election. And she is explaining the fight of how they must keep going forward for Donald Trump and the where all this prayer power is going to come from. We break and divide every demonic confederacy against the election, against America, against that who you have declared to be in the White House. We break it up in the name of Jesus. We lose confusion into every demonic confederacy directed right now at this election, directed specifically at the six states. We come against people that are working at high levels right now with demonic confederacies and secrecies and demonic plans and networks. We break it up and we command that it be exposed right now in the name of Jesus. Strike and strike, but angels have even been dispatched from Africa right now. Africa right now. Africa right now. From Africa right now. They're coming here. They're coming here. In the name of Jesus from South America. They're coming here. They're coming here. They're coming here. They're coming here. From Africa. From South America. Angelic forces. Angelic reinforcement. Angelic reinforcement. Angelic reinforcement. Pika hata anda ata ora bata rata anda eke eke manda rasata. For I hear the sound of victory. 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 Oh my God. I hear the sound of shut the fuck up. Who are these people? And why does this really only happen on the Republican side? I just don't understand that. I... There are very religious people on the left as well, but for some reason, this incredibly far-right wackoism happens on the right. I just, oh my gosh, I don't understand where this is all coming from. But next up 
is batshit crazy Michelle Bachman. Do you remember her? She's always been nuts. She's always been crazy. But she had a special prayer for the president and hoping that her special prayer is going to get him back in the White House in 2021. I ask, oh God, that you would take your iron rod and I ask that you would smash the clay jar of deceit in America. Smash the clay jar of delusion in the United States of America. Smash the delusion, Father, of Joe Biden as our president. He is not. Yeah. Would you take your iron rod and smash the strong delusion that Nancy Pelosi does have her House of Representatives? We don't know that. Smash it in Jesus' name. Smash, Lord, the takeover of the U.S. Senate by Chuck Schumer. Lord, smash it with your iron rod. I was watching this with a female friend of mine, and she said, this is her words, that it sounds like she needs to find a good guy to smash her with his iron rod. And I'm sorry, but that's funny. Holy shit, what is wrong with these people? Imagine, that's somebody's like parent or aunt or somebody that's coming over for Thanksgiving. They must be thinking, I don't know, thank God for the coronavirus this year because Aunt Michelle isn't coming over this year. Again, I don't begrudge anybody about their religion, but this is nuts. This is crazy. And unfortunately, we got one too many millions of people in this country that say and do crazy stuff like this. Joe Biden is an actual real religious person. Donald Trump couldn't spell Jesus. I mean, that's the other thing, too, is Donald Trump is far from a religious person on this planet as you can get. How are they so in love with him? This is the hypocrisy that just drives me so crazy in this country. Yet, I mean, not only are they defending the guy, they are fighting and they want God to take iron rods and strike and they want Africa to come in and help us with their angels and spirits and this is this is insane this is just this is plain insanity i'm sorry there's no other way to put it but finally kenneth copeland out of lubbock texas he is a televangelist and boy we know how reputable those guys are well he's also a stand-up comedian too if you didn't notice by this next clip the associated press said that Joe Biden is president. Ha! 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 Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's going to be president. Mickey Mouse is going to be king. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> what a strong joke to end it. I mean, this guy is, he's a performer. I'll tell you that. That must have been his second act because there was another clip that he did the same exact thing and laughed maniacally at another sermon, I guess you call it. I guess I should call those. 
Um, so sounds like he tried it out on the first audience and it was a big hit. So he tried it out with this one and boy, they laughed it up and went along with that one too. So gosh, I, I don't know, man, this is, um, it's concerning. It's crazy, but it's something we are going to be stuck with for unfortunately a very long time because America has now been programmed to have a, my side versus your side mentality. And yes, it's us too. But at the end of the day, I feel good about my decisions. I feel good about where I'm at. I feel good about why I think this way. Certainly, to be fair, they feel the same way about their decisions and why they feel this way. But I'll tell you what, we don't have any of those wackos laughing maniacally or asking for golden rods and African angels to come help us. I mean, that is insane in the brain. But anyway, guys, as always, thank you so much for listening to my show. Please subscribe, rate, and review the show wherever you can. You can follow me on Twitter at brun13. You can also contact me any questions or comments about the show at runshousepodcast at gmail.com. Once again, I appreciate you listening. As if everything goes well, I have a very exciting guest coming on next week, and I'm going to wrap that up and confirm it. And as long as I do, I will make that announcement on my next show. So again, everybody, thank you guys so much for listening, and I will talk to you again soon.